Welcome to Simply Happy, a show where you'll be learning how to shift into a more positive perspective in easy-to-manage steps. Who am I? My name's Olivia. I'm a mother, a wife, the driven woman behind SimplyAlley.com, and someone who ditched bipolar, anxiety, and depression through mastering my mindset and emotions. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your girl Olivia coming at you with the steps you need to take to uplevel your mental health game because that's how we go from just surviving to full on thriving, baby. Yes! Okay, sorry, I got a little excited. But this week we are talking about how to easily create a space that you thrive in because truly, This actually can play a major role in how we feel, in how productive we are, in how our emotional state is, all that stuff. Okay, I am big into making a space that you thrive in. So, but in a way that's like super easy. Like I'm not talking about like going to home goods and spending a thousand dollars. Okay, we're not going there. Um, But that is what we're going to talk about. But first off, you know the drill. We are getting into review of the week. And this reeks, this reeks, this week's review is a five-star review that is titled Spot Effin' On. I already love this so much. That's the title, and it's by Savannah XO. Savannah XO, I appreciate your title. Thank you so much. And it says, This week's podcast, along with every other, was exactly what I needed to hear and more. You always get me right in the gut, and this week especially because it's everything I've been working on for myself. I'm recently single from a toxic relationship, as well as starting my career while being an empath has been a struggle. But every week, your podcast gives me that boost to check myself and remind myself that everything is in my control if I let it. You are so inspirational and I look forward to your podcast every week to pump me up before work. Keep rocking on. Peace and love, XOXO. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for that review. And goodness, girl, you keep at it because that is a lot of things going on. But I know you've got this. You're doing great. Thank you so much for leaving that review, Savannah. That was awesome. And if you haven't already, please go and leave a review on iTunes so that way I can just share it on the podcast. I can get a little snippet of your story. I can, yeah, that's what I, that's what I want. That's what I want. And it also does help the podcast come up higher in the search for other people that are looking for support when it comes to bipolar, anxiety, and depression, or just their mental health in general. So please take a second, do that. Do your girl a favor. All right, let's dive into this episode. I just sang on the podcast. I can't help myself. Okay, so so how do we easily create a space that we thrive in, or specifically you, that you thrive in? Okay, this is, I want you to know, I want to preface this by saying that this episode is brought to you by a girl sitting on the floor of her closet because that's how I'm thriving right now. Okay, I'm not saying you have to do that, but your girl is in a closet office. Yes, my office is in a closet because... I was that determined to create a space that I thrived in. You're welcome. All right. So first thing I want you to do, first thing, first things first, okay? You've got to explore what you love. You have to find out what's important to you, what you enjoy, especially when it comes to 
you know, being in a space. Now, I'm no interior designer. I'm just going to lay that out there right now. But I am a resourceful chick. And I've never called myself a chick before, but I just did on this episode. Um, I am super resourceful. And um, I love just creating my taste has changed over time. I love creating a space that I just, I just that just lights me up. So that really does start with you exploring you know, what you love. Do you like things to be minimalist? Do you like them to feel light and airy? Do you want space or do you like inspiration? Like, do you like artwork? Do you like, I don't know, books? Like, do you like plants? Do you like anything? Okay. So do you like anything? If you don't like anything, then you just have a blank room. Done. You get my point. So you really have to explore what you love, what's important to you. Okay. And that may change from space to space too. So keep that in mind. It doesn't always have to be the same. So like, for instance, my bedroom is pretty, I like to think my bedroom is pretty, um, I want to say minimalist, but it's just, it's a lot more clean cut. There's a lot more like negative space on the walls. There's very specific pieces hanging up. I have like books, like bookshelves on my walls. Um, it's just not that, um, cluttered. It's very clear. My nightstand is structured in a very specific way to where I have like a candle. I have a spot for my water. I have like crystals on there cause that's my jam. Okay. And my bedroom, I just love to have that open space to where it feels like when I'm sitting in my bed, I can just breathe. I can just relax. Okay. But like my closet office is a totally different world. <laughs> so in here I have literally almost all the walls are covered in like some kind of dry erase board or photos, inspirational quotes, um, like a pin collection, just like, it's definitely more of like this, just like compilation of things that it's just like, there isn't a lot of negative space. And I love it because it's just always something to look at. So my office is styled totally differently. And then like, if you go into our living room, that we have so much dead stuff in our home, I can't even express to you right now. So we love having like skulls and oddities and bugs and um, bones and just just like all this different stuff. It's in our coffee table. We have tall glass cases filled with them. It's like it's everywhere in our home because that's just our jam out there. So my point that I'm getting to you is that you have to explore what you love and maybe that's different things and maybe you you are like, oh, I want to bring this thing that I love to this area or this that I love to this area. Um, you know, do you love to be organized? Do you like having everything at your disposal? Do you like things in drawers? Like you just figure that out, okay? The next thing you're going to do, and this is, this is how I make this like the easy part, right? Is you're going to get resourceful and use what is already available to you to incorporate those things. So I will preface this by saying that if money is what is available to you and you want to go buy all the things, if that's your jam, do it. But I'm telling you right now, in order to create a space that you thrive in, you do not have to go buy all the new things. Okay. Like, I think the only, like, there's only like a few things that I've bought. And that was again, because I had the money that to go ahead and buy them. But there have been times when like, I used what was available to me, like I repurposed stuff, I would paint stuff, whatever. I had no problem with getting completely resourceful and just using what I had at my disposal. So I want you to get creative and don't come at me, bro. If you're like, I'm not a creative person, Olivia, that's not my thing. I'm very analytical. Okay. Not saying that you talk like that, but that's just the voice that came out of my mouth. Um, you, we are all creative. 
We are all resourceful. And you got to stop feeding your, yourself the story that you're not. Um, so if you want space, how can you make some more space? If you, you know, if you, if you like things organized, um, and maybe you're like, I don't have drawers. How else could you do it? Like, can you stack things a certain way to where it feels organized? Because it's not necessarily about how everything looks. I mean, that is part of it. But what it all boils down to and what creates that like thriving environment for you is that you focus on how it makes you feel. So the cool part is, right, you start getting resourceful. You use what's available to you after you've found out what you love and what's important to you. And you start to create it. And then as you're putting it together, if something doesn't feel right, okay, if it's like, it's not quite right, then you make an adjustment and ask yourself, okay, why does it feel right? Well, it just feels a little messy or it feels like this or it feels like I could have more of this over here. Okay, like you just kind of, you just keep playing with it. This is fun. Okay, that's what makes it easy is it's not like stressful. There's no like HGTV, like picture perfect model we're trying to hit. It's just you having fun and creating something that you enjoy. That's all it is. It's fun. So like, for instance, like I was keeping my like office kind of like minimalist looking like the rest of the room. And I was like, this doesn't feel right to me. (laughs) So I kept, I've just over the months, I've just kept sticking stuff to my walls. (laughs) And now like hardly any of it's exposed. So it's one of those things where you just keep playing with it. You just keep toying with it and you'll find what works for you, what you enjoy. Okay. And then really like another big thing is that I want you, are you ready for this? I don't think you're ready for this. I want you to take responsibility for that space. So take responsibility for that space, but, and also take responsibility for maintaining that space. Okay. And the reason I say this is because we can very easily take a space that we thrive in and turn it into like a pain point because heaven forbid something is out of place. It happens dude, I have two children. It happens. Okay. But then we can fall into this trap of like blaming and getting mad and getting frustrated. So I want you to avoid the blame and just take action and know that by creating a space that you thrive in, you are committing to being responsible for maintaining that space. If something happens in it and you're no longer vibing with it. Okay. What do I mean by this? I have a husband and two children. My, my thriving spaces get messed up all the time, dude, all the time. Okay. It's something I've just learned to expect. So what I mean by taking responsibility is one, I can either pick up the 50,000 toys that are in my bedroom, move them to my kid's room rather than like standing there and complaining that they're there or whatever also goes for my husband's clothes that he just likes to put on the ground right next to his side of the bed. You know, totally fine. But... (laughs) I will, so your options are taking responsibility. Either you just take care of it yourself, right? Instead of complaining about it, instead of it making you mad because you have control here, you really do, you can just pick it up yourself or you can communicate. So you take responsibility anyway. Don't stand there and assume that somebody else is going to take care of it, that somebody else needs to pick it up because they put it there. Just assumption ruins everything. This is what I preach. So for instance, today, perfect example, today, 
my, my kids brought a bunch of toys in my room. Now, I can't tell you how good it makes me feel when my closet office and my bedroom have zero impression that a child was there. No toys, no clothes, no dolls, like nothing. Okay, <laughs> it makes me so happy. It's when it's my ultimate thrive space is when there's no kids toys <laughs> in my bedroom or my closet. Um, so what I did today was I told them, I said, she wanted to go do some next activity. And I told her, I said, hey, we can do that. But before we do that, we're going to pick up everything you just brought in here. Okay, we're gonna take it back to your room. So I communicated to her that, hey, we're gonna like, this space is a priority to me. We're gonna take this stuff out of it. And that was me taking responsibility for for the space and maintaining it. And not necessarily through like not talking to anybody and just picking it up. That is an option. But you can also talk to people and be like, hey, can I have some support in maintaining this? Because I dig it, okay? So this can be on a scale, grand or small. I want to make this very, very clear to you. Because sometimes when, especially when you share your home or like, like your space can be whatever you make it is what I want what I'm trying to get across here. Your space is whatever you make it. And when we're around other people, because I find that this isn't really a thing for, for people who like live alone. I've never done that. So, so I don't know what that experience is like. That must be really cool to be able to just like make the space the way you want. And then everybody touches it. Um, or you don't have to like take into consideration what somebody else wants. Um, but regardless, if you are sharing a space with other people, I want to just tell you that the space is what you make it. So, for instance, this can be your car, okay? Your your space that you thrive in can be your car. Um, actually, one of my students just did a really cool thing. She drives in her car a ton for work, and so she actually put, like, post-it notes of mantras and things that she wants to see daily on the dashboard of her car so that that was a space that she would just thrive in rather than just being a car that she took to work. So that's what I'm saying. You can modify anything. Anything can be your space. So for instance, it could be your car, could be your bedroom, could be your kitchen, could be your living room. It can be anything, but it can also be small spaces. So for me, for a while, because um, in our last home, there was just so much, there was just so much going on. We had so much stuff in our house. It was just a lot tighter pack. We got rid of a lot of stuff. That's another recommendation. If you can purge things that you don't need in that space, because it feels really good. I'm not going to get into that, but if you do it, oh gosh, it feels great. Um, but my point is I made my nightstand, my space that I thrived in. I know this sounds weird. I know it sounds super weird, but if this is what you need to do to create a space you thrive in, then do it. So I made my nightstand look like the perfect way that I wanted it to look like it had books on it. It had crystals on it. It was like, it was like my like freaking altar. Like I was just like, yeah, I love you nightstand. So I created this space that like really helped me feel like I was thriving. And whenever I sat on my bed next to it, I just felt at peace. I just felt at home. And I was like, yes, I love this. This is my jam. Um, and it was a nightstand dude, a nightstand. So, so this space can be anything you want it to be. I mean, it can be a closet, right? It can be a closet. That's what I've done. Um, and I've done it with multiple closets. One day I'll have an actual office. You just wait. It's going to be a whole episode on its own. <laughs> this podcast <laughs> when it happens, but 
you really can easily create a space that you thrive in when you're willing to be adaptable, be resourceful, be flexible, and and find what you enjoy and then just create that, okay? And like if you find that you enjoy, you know, a gold-plated nightstand, then you either need to like, I don't know, get the gold-plated nightstand, um, manage that expectation and maybe bring some other element in that reminds you of that or whatever. Like, it doesn't have to be so specific. You can have fun with it. You can be creative with it and then do it anywhere with, with anything. Um, oh my gosh, your purse could be the space that you thrive in. <laughs> ah, just went there. But for real, your purse could be the space that you thrive in or your office desk. Okay, I'm done. Regardless, you get what I'm saying. This is, It's so easy to do. I challenge you this week this week, create a space that you thrive in. And if you want to start small, start small. And then if you can get to like the level of like a full room, go for it. But like I, when I was a kid, I used to rearrange my room all the time because I would just get bored with it. So I would constantly be creating spaces that I thrived in using the same stuff and just moving it around. It's amazing what you can do. It's a mental thing. It's totally a mental thing. And it just helps evoke feelings within you. And You can also focus on like associating feelings with seeing certain things, right? But just remember not to get upset when it gets disturbed or, you know, get angry or let it like really hit you because I've done that too. I'm going to be straight up honest. I've done that. My nightstand has gotten like just terrorized and I was like, like I got so mad. (laughs) But just the other, like just the other day on my um, Instagram stories, I shared that like my daughter drew all over my, she got in my closet office, drew all over my desk, erased half of my whiteboard and, um, also drew on my laptop. So it happens. Take a deep breath, take a deep breath, yo. And then take some action to take responsibility for that space because stuff happens. All right. Also just a little reminder that if you're not getting weekly emails from me, what are you doing? what are you doing? I could be popping into your inbox every Monday with tips, tricks, advice, pep talks, all the good things when it comes to beating the bad, when it comes to having better mental health, improving your life, taking back control, all the good stuff. So if you want to get on that list, just go to www.simplyolly.com. It's right there at the top. You can sign up for the email list. Um, and that way I can be sending you all the goodness outside of just listening to this podcast. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please share it. Um, tell a friend or screenshot it, share it on Instagram stories and tag me at the real simply Ollie. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying simply awesome. I'll keep saying simply Ollie and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.